Hey guys, JK here. Before we start into the music, James, good to see you, by the way, buddy. Good to be here. Hey, uh, before we start in the music, I just want to take a quick second to share with you guys something that we're obviously very excited about. We've been promoting this. Uh, we've created a new thing on our uh, website, which is the joshkalinowski.com site. It is called the JK Download. It is where we will continue to provide you guys with exclusive training and downloadable templates to help motivate and empower you as you continue to face the chapters of your life. Uh, we are going to be introducing the prayer next. I'm so excited about that. Uh, the Hell Yeah Statement is already up and, and going right there, but uh, the prayer is going to be awesome, powerful. Uh, we just did it at the Awakening, and I'm excited to get all of the members uh, that are part of the uh, the JK Experience this prayer because I know it will be an impact in your life. So go check it out at joshkalinowski.com. People spend a lifetime searching for their purpose. Come walk in my shoes as I find mine. You're now listening to the JK Experience. Going, okay, I'm gonna take full responsibility for the happiness in my life. Good for you, you feel you're talented in that. Pursue that, who gives a crap what everybody else says, right? When you are disciplined about how you take action on the things that you desire to accomplish, does it make you better? Absolutely. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the JK Experience, and uh, yeah, I'm sitting in the studio with James. Did you get, you didn't get a new phone? I, I did, but I thought oh. you said it was an iPhone. No, it's, no, a, it's just I, a, it's just a I, new Samsung phone. I don't I, know if you remember about about a month ago, I got locked out of my phone. The screen screen quit working on it. Okay, and so I had to had to get a new phone. So yeah, I could tell different. it wasn't an iPhone because of the buttons on the yeah, side okay. there. But right. uh, I n- noticed that it was a nice, very good looking new phone. Yeah, it is. It's really good. It's got all the extra cameras and stuff like the like the iPhone. Is it like the OtterBox? Uh, yeah, that's an OtterBox deal on there. But it's it's just a Samsung uh, something. Okay. Cool. Do you like it? I do. I do. And it, the screen works. That's the best part. Uh, that's what is important, and you can take pictures. Yes, uh, dude. It's so good to have you in the back, back in the studio, brother. Um, I mean, we're going to be seeing you leave here. You're going to be on the sabbatical, sure. Uh, which I'm super excited for you, and uh, I can't wait uh, to have you come back. Uh, not because. I don't want you to go and enjoy what you're going to be doing, but I can't wait because you always have some great revelations that happen. You have some great stories. Um, you are renewed and refreshed. And I know you've just been working your tail end off here over the last, I mean, really it's been this entire year because of everything that's been going on, but I just know how forward to this, uh, this time of the year you look, you're looking at. You bet. Yeah. This is, this is a big time of year for me. This is, this is when I kind of pursue that, that passion and I I do my flame work. Mm -hmm. And I was, I just realized this just the other day I was, I was going through my Facebook memories and you and I, we, we started doing the podcast really seriously about a year ago. I don't oh, know if no you knew kid. that or not. So uh-uh. we've been at it just over a year, and uh, one of my memories popped up, and it was the, you know, you, they just want somebody to get in the trenches with them and know that they're yeah. fighting alongside of them. Yeah. So that popped up, and I was like, has it really been a year? So it, awesome. it was great. So, um, yeah, I'm excited about it. Uh, you've been doing a great job, by the way, in, in my absence. Mandy and I were on our way to Hot Springs to watch mm-hmm. a volleyball game last night, and we listened to uh, the one about you becoming a pickup man. Oh, yes, yeah. right? Great one. Yeah, Great one. well, thank you, buddy. Uh, yeah, that recently happened. I'm actually going to do uh, another follow-up podcast to that and just kind of dive a little bit deeper into you know what, why that was so significant. I mean, one of, of course, it, many people just couldn't believe the fact that I got a truck, yeah. first and foremost. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it, you know, I myself can't believe that I got a truck, and I will tell you, I love it. I... 
I'm so happy about that decision uh, that I made, and I want to dive a little bit more deeper into it because I think that everybody has to face that uh, that challenge in their lives. And if they don't, then it's going to continue to hold them back to the next adventure in their life. But I won't get too much. Into no, that, no. So. And it was funny because Mandy says, she says, you know, we listened to it and it was great, by the way, for those of you who haven't, haven't listened to that, go back and listen to it. And Mandy says, you know, only Josh can turn a vehicle buying experience into a teachable moment. (laughs) And that is so true because you did like you were, I mean, you were identifying things that are relevant in everyday life. Yeah. It just happened to all revolve around that, that pickup purchase. So, yeah. Bravo, man. You did well. Thanks. Well, well thanks, buddy. Well, yeah. because uh, you're going to be leaving, departing us here yeah. for um, a couple of weeks here, uh, I thought I'd let you go ahead and kind of run the show a little bit. And, and I know you've got a couple questions and you want to uh, kind of dive deep into some things that have actually been happening here recently. And Yeah, the, uh, listen, I've got volumes. Office. I've got yeah, volumes right? of stuff, but but we've, we've kind of pared it down to, to just a couple of topics. Sure. So uh, one of them was... While we were while we were at the awakening, mm-hmm. I was I was doing the the videography portion of the, of the awakening, and so I was kind of a kind of a bystander just on the outside looking in. But one one of the things that you brought up, and I, I we've said it, there was a there was a you and I got these themes, and we go along these themes, and you know their their trust and their uh, uh, what, what's uh, loyalty and all these yeah. different themes. One of the themes we got on for a while was vulnerability, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. we, you know, we say things like that, like, hey, I'm being vulnerable. But one of the things that I realized during, during the awakening was that there's a difference. There's a, there's a certain difference between vulnerability and truth, right? Right. And I'm never going to be able to articulate it like you did. So I would like you to talk more about that and, and just kind of get into that. Sure. Yeah. I, I love talking about the subject and I appreciate you bringing this up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're right. I think that so often we, um, we talk about this, uh, this thing that we need to do in our life, which is be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Right. And as a man that just makes us cringe. It's like, we're almost giving up our manhood when we say, okay, you want me to be vulnerable? Like, really? Uh, where's the beer? And then I'll tell you maybe after a couple of beers, right? And unfortunately, we shy away from that. We we shy away from that word. So when we shy away from that word, we shy away from the actions that we should be doing in order to tell what we call the truth, right? Or to talk about the situation at hand or to be open to other people about some challenges that were faced. And, you know, unfortunately, especially as men, this is at the awakening, which is part of Kingsman. It's a 72 hour, uh, complete deep dive, uh, in, and, uh, and, 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 and you, you end up becoming vulnerable. We just don't talk about being vulnerable, right? Yes. Um, and once again, just that play on the words is something that I think is so important. You know, when you think about being vulnerable, you become, you feel like you become weak. Yeah. Uh, you feel like, uh, once again, you, you come demasculinized. Is that, is that a word? Did I make that word up? Uh, emasculated? Yeah, you emasculated, but there I want to say D in there. So maybe <laughs> I made up another word today. Hey. Uh, but that, that I think that's the unfortunate thing as a man is that you never want to be vulnerable. Right, because we're supposed to be the man, yeah, and we're supposed to be powerful, and we're supposed to be stoic, and we're supposed to be in charge, right? In charge of our emotions, in charge of our reactions, uh, in charge of leading other people. And unfortunately, when we can't get to a point which would be, once again, in lack of better words, vulnerable, we can never truly uh, appreciate all that life has to offer. So what we've done is we've just really replaced the word vulnerability to, with the word truth. Mm-hmm. If you can just be truthful, 
It's yes. such a powerful thing in our lives, right? Well, when you become truthful, when you tell the truth, man, you can really expose where you're really at in your life. And in telling the truth, you can allow yourself to be vulnerable without saying the word. Mm-hmm. When, you, when you tell the truth, you can really talk about the situation at hand in order for you to truly understand like where, where you at in life. Right. And we go even deeper into that about the fact that we often tell ourselves a story about a situation, about what the other person is thinking, about how our perception of this event is the right way to think about this perception of the event, even though we all know that there's two truths to every story. There's your perception and my perception. Mm-hmm. And you have a different way because you know you heard me say something in a different tone or a different way than I said. It. And we are guilty of that back and forth. We know this, right? Yes. And so when you're able to get to a place in your life and you talk about telling the truth, it's amazing how that can impact the positive things in your life. It's, just, mm-hmm. it's absolutely amazing how telling the truth in the situation that you're in not only helps the other people understand where you're at, but also it helps you own the story that is really going on in your life. Because once again, we know as men, and I'm just speaking from a man's point of view, I'm just speaking as a man, is that we convince ourselves of a story that oftentimes is not the truth. Yeah, you know, this was this was a, a very difficult thing for me coming into your organization because I was raised by a man who I never, ever, in his 65 years, I never saw him be vulnerable, mm-hmm. right? Because in his mind, vulnerability was weakness. Yeah. And he never wanted, you know, and of course he didn't want his sons to be vulnerable or weak either. Mm-hmm. So because of that, I'm like, dude, that's hard. Like, it was hard for me to make my mouth form that word, right? Because I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't like this, Josh. And yeah. you're like, no, man, we, we got to do it. But, and and that's it. And now that, now that I've heard you articulate this, I go, that's what it was, right? Like my, my dear departed old man, it's not like he was wanting, not wanting to be weak. He just wasn't wanting to be real truthful about his own emotions. Yeah. He wasn't wanting to be truthful about his own feelings sure. and, you know, the things that were going on in his world. He was telling himself a story and he did not want to allow any other stories to be told. Right. Yeah. Because when you, when you have to tell the truth, you have to go there. You have to talk about the emotion, yes. right? So when you talk about, well, hey, how did that really, like, how'd that make you feel, man? You know? And they're like, well, you know, it's not too bad. And you're like, okay, well tell me the truth. And they're like, well, crap. Well that, you know, actually it really sucked. Yes. You know, that actually that, that really hurt, you know, it's like, okay, well now we're getting into the emotions and now we can deal with the matter because if not, we, all we do is repress it. All we do is, is push it down. And then we take it out in other areas of our life that really have nothing to do with why we're really pissed off or why we're really hurt or why we feel betrayed, right? Mm -hmm. And as a man, as we know, we are not supposed to have those emotions. We're not supposed to feel that way. And I'm here to tell you that until you tackle those emotions, until you're able to articulate those emotions and the truth that lies within you, you will never be satisfied. You'll never be truly happy. And you will never know what you're capable of becoming because you'll be suppressing so much of the emotions that you need to let out. You got it. And we deal with this a lot as as managers and, and leaders mm-hmm. of, of other people. And people aren't just willing to just put it out there on, on, on the first pass. Sure. You know, you say, hey, what's what's really going on? Yeah. Well, you know, it's just like you said, they, they, they kind of go somewhere else. But as leaders, we have to really, and you you make a really great analogy here and say, you got to start peeling back the onion, yeah. right? The layers of the onion have to start coming away before you can get with what's really going on. Yeah. And that's when the truth really starts to come out. 
Exactly. Yeah. And the reason why it's an onion and not like an orange or an apple, by the way, is because it really is painful, right? I mean, it is like literally tearing those layers off and people are very resistant to it. Mm -hmm. And, and, And they're resistant to it because they've never done it before, right? If you look at the men that have been in Kingsman for a long time or those that have gone through certain things like this before, it's a lot easier for them to get to that place of truth in their life. Yes. Because they've done it before. Right. They, they understand that, well, this is the process. This is what I have to do here. I'm, I'm, I'm OK with being well, once again, not, I'm not going to use the word, but vulnerable. Right. Mm-hmm. It's OK. I'm OK with being truthful. Right. I know how to go there. It's the ones that have never had to do it before that. It's really, really hard to have that emotion come out. It's really hard to be truthful and say, this is exactly how I feel about this. Like, man. And. Once again, men are not good with their emotions as it is. So this is, you know, the awakening that weekend, uh, there were so many things that needed to happen to these men in order for them to be able to get to that point where they could be honest with themselves and with the other men that were there. Yeah, it was certainly a process. And, And again, I enjoyed watching the process from the outside looking in. And there were things that that became really, really clear to me that you couldn't have got those guys to the point they were at on the third day, on the first day. Right. It would just never happen, right? right. And yeah. then some, also some of the relationships that those guys built. You know, I mean, these, yeah. were, these are some, some, some pretty strong-willed, strong-minded, strong personalities yeah. in, in this group. And the bonds that were created because of it, I would have never seen coming, but it was all a part of that process. Right. Yeah. I mean, they were, they were, they were forged by fire is what they were. Right. Yes. Uh, And they were forged with honest conversations and they were forged with trust. You know, you built this trust with these other men in a very short amount of time because of the physical activities that you're doing, but then just also the other things that were going on around you and the somewhat of the chaos. Right. Mm -hmm. And I just want, I mean, as you're listening to this, you're, you're probably going like, that sounds like a horrible thing. I will tell you that every man left there a unbelievably changed man. Uh, the comments that we hear that uh, are continue to resonate is that I cannot believe that you rebuilt a man in 72 hours. Yes. I cannot believe that you were able to build, help me build a bond with other men in my life in 72 hours that I have not built with other people that I consider consider friends in my entire life. Yes. And so uh, what an amazing experience it was for them. And, and once again, it was an amazing experience for me on so many different levels. But one of them was the fact of this, and it's a simple truth, is that the process works. Yes. And I just was so... I, I, I was so um, overwhelmed in a positive way that it worked because I know what it did in my life. And I know the man that I have become because of it. And to see this process work uh, in other men's lives and they're the living proof of it, uh, I'd tell you what, man, it just, it's, it, it's set me on fire. It's obviously some of the things that you're hearing from me and the things that the decisions that I've been making here recently uh, to change and to pursue, uh, it's all because of that. Well, here's the thing. I keep going back to this, and, and you're right. That process, that, that, that system that is in place, I spend four days at a time with like-minded guys, right, in similar environments, yeah. uh, similar conditions, both weather conditions and, and, and uh, primitive conditions, right? Mm-hmm. I spend that, and I've been doing that for 25, 30 years. Mm-hmm. And even though you might make some really good friendships out of that deal, 
we don't see the same results that you that you saw with the Kingsman event. And that right there is proof that the processes are what make the difference, right? Yeah. It's not the geographic location. It is not the, the temperature outside. It's those processes and that trust that goes into that that creates those strong bonds and helps build better men. Yeah, no, no I, I couldn't. I couldn't agree with you. Yet. They, they couldn't agree with you more uh, that that process is is um, is so intentional, right? Uh, everything has got a reason. Everything has got a point. And yes, some you know we were dealing with some incremental weather. We were mm-hmm. dealing with some adjustments in that schedule, but we were able to shift things enough to that so that we could still get the the bigger picture in place. We were able to still make sure that we were um, creating the environment because of the the things that were important for us to be uh, teaching these men in the next step of their evolution of who they are. Yeah, that's great. That's great. So, yeah, buddy, uh, I tell you, you know, just going back to this, you know, tell the truth. Though, the other thing that I want to say is that it, it is so practical in every year, in every realm of our of our lives, right? Um, I remember it would have been about, about three or four years ago, um, I did a challenge to our office, our real estate office, and and we had the entire organization agree to this. And we said, okay, we're going to like, like a hundred bucks for the person that goes the longest of telling the truth. You can't lie to anybody about anything. So if somebody asks you how that bowl of soup was at the restaurant, you have to tell the truth. You can't tell them that it's really good and it's terrible. You can't tell them that it's amazing and you know that it's not that good. Mm-hmm. So you have to be creative in how you tell them the truth, right? And what it did is it really helped people understand how many white lies they were telling in their life, how many opportunities that they had to actually tell the truth, but they chose not to because they didn't either want to hurt that person's feelings or it wasn't worth the time to tell them the truth because they, it was going to open up another story or another conversation. And it was awesome to see how people really had to think about how do I be creative in telling the truth without hurting your, your feelings or your emotions or ruining that friendship. I mean, it was, and I, mean, I saw that in that. And I also saw it with your, like, your kids, right? Yeah. How many times, you know, when you, you tell your kids that the white lie yeah. of why they can't or mm-hmm. why they will do this, and, uh, and funny thing is, is that I've been thinking about maybe it's time to put this back into play. Maybe it's time to really challenge our companies about you've got to tell the truth right here. Here's, you know, here's the reward. We're going to, uh, we'll put a reward out there, uh, for the, the person that lasts the longest, but you've got to tell the truth in every situation of your life. Can we wait until hunting season's over? Because I wouldn't last five minutes yeah, well, during hunting season. Maybe I'll put it in place. Maybe I'll put it in place when you leave. That's fine. So that way you won't have to yeah, actually I won't have to because, you know, it. here's the thing. And it's those white lies happen on purpose in hunting camp, right? Uh-huh. Because even if you see a great big one when you're out, you don't tell the other group, sure. right? Hey, what'd you see today? Eh, not much, right? Yeah. And you may have just seen the biggest deer you've ever seen in your life. So those white lies happen, but yeah. it's, it's all a part of the, the sport, yeah. right? So so let's wait until hunting season's over and then I'm all in. But okay. I love that concept. Like yeah. I, I wish I'd have been here for that. I would love to see mm-hmm. how that works. I, I, I want to see it happen. Mm-hmm. So that's great. It's awesome, buddy. And it really, like I said, it really just changed people's perspective on how they approached people and their kids and family members, their spouses, and uh, how they had to be really creative and being truthful. That's great. Cool. And we're good. Yeah. That's it.
that's that's it. All right. All right, buddy. Well, I appreciate it, man. Uh, I love talking about that. I love talking about, you know, telling the truth. I love what it does. I love how it exposes you and really gets you to your, your core values and also the emotions that you suppress so often. So I would challenge you out there. It's not about being vulnerable anymore. It's about telling the truth. And then how can you do that to best serve not only the people that you care about, but also for the person that you want to become. So there you go, buddy. Take care. Catch you next time. Wait, before you go, we want you to know how thankful we are for you listening to the JK Experience. You're the reason we keep sharing valuable content every week. If you found any value in this podcast, please subscribe to our channel and write us an honest review. We want to know what you think so that we can grow with you. We'll catch you next time.